Good morning and welcome to episode 10 of the New Balances podcast. I am your host, Adam. Before we get uh, started and too in-depth into today, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who has already uh, been listening, who has uh, been downloading uh, the episodes and whatnot. Uh, Started about two months ago now uh, with these episodes, and uh, to date we have 630 unique downloads, so we are uh, very grateful to all of you who take time out of your day to sit back and listen to me talk or to uh, have conversations and interview other people uh, in my life, so thank you for that. So on this episode, I want to talk about decisions, being decisive. So everything in life comes with uh, a process that we go through to make a decision. You know, you weigh the pros and the cons and you look at uh, what might be the uh, secondary effects of making a decision before making it. But at the end of the day, you make a decision. When you wake up in the morning, you decide whether or not you're going to get out of bed and go to work, or you decide whether or not you're going to take the expressway or you're going to take surface roads to get to where you have to go. Decisions are made, and making those decisions has other following consequences. For example, and not to beat a dead horse, but when I left the Salesians, that was a decision. It was a hard decision. It wasn't one that I came to lightly. But then the following, the consequences of that decision were I began dating and I eventually found my wife. Those decisions are life-changing in and of themselves. But the process of getting there to make those decisions were difficult steps to make because you don't know exactly what's going to happen when you make them. You don't know what the uh, reverberating reaction is going to be. So when I made that decision to leave the Salesians, it was a heartbreaking one. When I made the decision that I loved uh, my girlfriend then, now my wife, Betty, that was an easy decision because of my affection for her. And not to say that love is simply a choice, but fundamentally, that's what it is. You choose to love someone. You choose to allow yourself to have those great emotional uh, connections with people in your life or with um, family or friends or what have you. You are making that decision to love. When the choice is something that you have to do to make that decision, it could be any decision. It could be the decision to, you know, as I said earlier, to wake up and go to work or the decision to take on 
a second job or the decision to leave a job, whatever comes, you know, you have to be mentally prepared for some hardship because making decisions is hard. Sometimes, uh, and I joke with uh, Betty about it, you sometimes we have difficulty making decisions about what we're going to have for dinner or um, what we're going to watch for TV. She'll come home from work and say, I'm not making decisions. You need to make the decisions. And I'm more than happy to make the decisions, but, you know, just need a little bit of guidance on figuring out where she's at and what she wants. So decisions can be hard. Decisions can be easy. But decisions are decisions. So when I decided to leave the Salesians, I was looking at a time frame in my life where I had to make a decision on whether or not I was going to apply to make my vows for forever. I could have renewed my vows for another year to sit back and think about it more. But I knew in my heart of hearts that what I wanted was to have a family, a family of my own. And so in doing that, it was a hard decision in the sense of I was leaving uh, a family, my family, a place where I'd spent a decade. But the decision was easy because it was going after and seeking out where I feel like my heart was being pulled in and it was to start my own family. So leaving the Salesians and going to start my own family and seek out my own family was an easy thing because that is what my vocation is. My vocation is to be a husband and a father. So when I went into the dating world, while dating was uh, a bit rocky, you know, you one of the priests I uh, met along the way oh, taught us that you have to start with the end in mind. So what is it that you're, uh, what's the end goal? What's the end game here for you? Try to understand what that is and work backwards. So if the end game for me was to have a marriage and a family, then I need to go into any dating scenario with the end in mind and, uh, I guess, uh, my measuring device being, is this person going to be my life's partner and mother of my children? So I have every person I dated, I tried to look at through that lens. And uh, only one person measured up to that call, and that's my wife. So we started dating in November of 2018. And by January, February of... 2019 we knew we were going to get married 
we knew we were gonna get married so so much that we had a wedding date picked out and booked at a church prior to having an engagement ring ready so that is a fun story but for another day when uh, she's able to join me on the podcast and while decisions are hard there are other things that are easy deciding to marry the person you love is easy to commit your life to them to do everything within your power to make sure that they know that they are loved to make sure that they know they are cared for to make sure that they know that you have their back a hundred percent of the time to be able to offer advice when advice is needed those things are paramount in a relationship to have that respect and trust and uh, love for one another is what makes the world turn in a relationship. The decision to marry that person you love is easy. The thing that seemingly for me is a bit of a, a mental exercise where you don't have a decision to make anymore is when children enter into the mix from that relationship. Because while you made the choice to actively participate in the creation of life, once that life gets here, it's no longer your choice or decision to to care for them. They are your responsibility, they are your life, they are everything, they're your everything. I mean, uh, our baby isn't here yet, but I'm looking at a ultrasound uh, image of baby Ava right now. She's going to get her picture taken again today. She's going to get some measurements done, but she, I'm already wrapped around her finger you know we have been putting off painting her room because it's just been brutally hot here in boston uh this summer so i've been waiting and thinking you know what we'll wait until it gets a little bit cooler maybe around labor day or something to paint the room because i feel like that makes sense just because i don't want to be a sweaty, disgusting mess of a human being with the smell of paint permeating through my pores. I don't like the smell of paint, but it's something that's going to have to come. But, you know, she's already got most of the things that she needs in her room ready to go for her. Things that are necessary and we need but baby Ava was not a hard decision to come by. Uh, it's the natural progression of mine and Betty's relationship. She is the fruit of our love, and we are beyond excited to meet her in late November. Or whenever she decides to grace us with her presence, she will be met with love and affection and tenderness from the moment she arrives. Even now, she's being met with those things. You know, when 
my wife needs something or, um, you know, asks for a little favor, like, can you go into the next room and get me a pair of scissors or, hey, can you go and switch the laundry or, hey, can you get this or get that? You know, I could, I could be an ass and respond, no, it's right there, you go get it. But the decision I make, and I hope that most other men would make, is, and I don't run through a checklist in my head, but my measuring barometer is always, okay, she is growing your child in her womb, You can get up off your ass, go across the room or into the next room and get her what she's asking for. Just go do it. You're not growing another human being within your own body. She is. You need to get up and do it. Whatever it is that she's asking. If she needs the scissors, if she needs you to go to, you know, McDonald's and get her soft serve ice cream... Whatever it is, you just get up and go. That's your job. Just do it. One of the more or seemingly more daunting tasks was when we were picking out the color for the baby's room. There, It's a pretty intimidating image when you walk into any sort of hardware store and you're looking at different paint colors for a baby's room because... There's just so many options. But when you look at them and you eventually have to get to the point of making a decision for what color that room is going to be. So when we went to Home Depot, we picked out four or five colors. But the first color I picked was a shade of blue that just stuck out to me as I was walking past it. So I grabbed it. Uh, and it was something that we said, oh, this is nice, and we sort of held on to, but we had made a decision, but by the end of our time at the Home Depot, we had made the decision that that shade of blue that I just randomly picked up and walked past, uh, that was the color that we were going to make. No, not make the color, but that was the one that we are going to buy to paint her room with. So some decisions are easy, some decisions are hard, but at the end of the day, you have the choice to make those decisions. Life is all about decisions. You make the choice, and you have to follow through with that choice. Decisions are hard, but love is not. And when you love somebody the decision-making gets a whole lot easier because you're not doing something out of an obligation. You're doing something because of love. And as I was saying on the episode with my friend Cassie last week, you know, the English language sucks for trying to describe what love is because we can say, I love this cup of coffee as much as I love my car or as much as I love my wife you know we've got one word to describe a plethora of emotion so it's very 
basic in as far as linguistics goes. But to love somebody, it means you're constantly caring for and wishing for the betterment of them. You're sacrificing of yourself on their behalf. You're willing to do whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that they are taken care of. So that is what decisions are all about. Another decision that I had made uh, recently in when news came that the U.S. was sending people in to evacuate American citizens and other uh, Afghan people uh, to get them out of Afghanistan with the Taliban taking over. I was intentionally apathetic on the issue because I had to keep my my wherewithal and my mental energies focused on home, on working my jobs, making sure that they're that the obligations are taken care of to make sure that my wife is taken care of. That's where my entire focus was. I was entirely apathetic towards what was going on in Afghanistan. But yesterday, there was a suicide bombing that claimed the lives of 13 service members, 12 Marines and one Navy corpsman, and dozens more of Afghani people. While their loss of life is tragic in and of itself, I feel like the time for apathy, my own personal apathy, is something that I can't tolerate towards it anymore. I feel a tremendous amount of sorrow for their loss of life, but I know that in their volunteering to go out and to help save people and rescue American citizens to bring them home, they gave their lives for others. They answered their call and they lived up to the motto of the Marine Corps of Semper Fidelis, always faithful. And while I have nothing but respect for the military, I am deeply saddened by the events that have taken place over the last 48 hours, the last month, ever since the withdrawal from Afghanistan was announced. I hope that the families of the fallen have a great deal of consolation from their loved ones. And I want you to know that I am praying for you and for your loved ones who have died. Thank you for listening to episode 10 of the New Balances podcast. If you could, on whatever podcast uh, listening 
app that you use, just leave a little review. Let me know how you think I'm doing. Let me know what you'd like to hear. This way I can uh, begin to try to tweak some things and uh, give you the content that you'd like. Have a great day, and uh, we'll see you next time.